Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time now for our daily tech and business report. Today we're joined by Bloomberg News reporter Ira Boudway. Since 2011, the U.S. has spent about $10 billion in tax credits for people buying electric cars. Now the government's extending that credit to people who want to hop on electric bikes. It's all part of President Biden's Build Back Better bill. Ira, what's included in the bill? Well, the bill as it stands, the one that went through the House, has an e-bike tax credit structured similar to to the one for electric cars uh, that is up to $900 for the purchase of an e-bike. It gives you 30% of up to $3,000 as long as the bike doesn't cost more than $4,000. Why do they not want you to buy a bike that costs more than 4000 That is a good question. I, I spoke with some people in the industry. There isn't really any good data about where, you know, what how price preference works and what would encourage most people to buy. Uh, and there isn't a benchmark like you have with regular cars, which is you've got 100 years of history of combustion engines, and they know how to price those cars. And so the question with EVs is how do you make make them comparable, right? Here, it's a kind of a new category. Uh, and so they seem to have just kind of put their finger in the wind and taken a guess. The original text actually had much higher caps. It was 30% of up to $5,000 of spending, so up to $1,500 in tax credit on a, a bike as much as $8,000, which actually kind of fits the market a little bit better because some of these cargo e-bikes that can carry kids and fold up and stash yeah. in an elevator, they can cost a lot of money. So so why is the White House focusing on e-bikes? Well, e-bikes are a really efficient way to move people if you're trying to cut carbon emissions. You know, they weigh a lot less than some of these EVs are coming to market now. The the Hummer thing, these things weigh thousands of pounds. And while it's better than having a, a combustion engine spewing carbon, it's still a lot of energy used to often just move one person around. Uh, and the e-bikes are uh, way more efficient. And around the world, there are there are tens of millions of them in China, hundreds of millions of them in use every day, and they're growing very fast in the U.S. So I think the idea is to try to spur that adoption even faster as a way to you know, get people to move place to place and replace car trips. It's a fabulous idea, but there are a lot of people who you know, are afraid to drive in traffic on basically a bike. Yeah, and this is the, this is the problem, is that no matter how cheap you make them, and no matter how good they get, you know, because there's been a lot of development in the technology and the batteries and the, uh, you know, a lot of new companies coming to market, if people don't feel safe, there's no price at which they will buy them. So it, the first thing that has to happen is infrastructure. And so, you know, in as much as people are going to take advantage of these credits, they probably will be in places and in cities where they've started to take this problem seriously and where there are, you know, a critical mass of riders that you can join and where there's safe bike parking and where workplaces have places to stash your bike. So there's a lot else that has to happen besides just making them cheaper. It's it's not similar to the car in that way where you're just right. substituting in a new powertrain. You know, I, I figure the people who are brave enough to ride in traffic, 
um, are doing it already, you know, and they're all, they like the fitness aspect as well. So I, I would think they are not the ones who are going to want e-bikes. Yeah, I mean, I think there is a new clientele. Talking to Rad Power Bikes, which is a direct consumer brand that's growing very fast, and some of these other uh, bike makers, they're, they're, it started actually, strangely enough, with kind of baby boomers uh, who needed uh, help to just ride bikes again or to be able to ride a bike to be able to get over a hill. And they were kind of recreation vehicles. And they have slowly moved into kind of commuter uses and other uses and other age groups. So there, there are new customers coming to it. Um, and I think price, you know, is sometimes a barrier because a good one can cost, you know, well over a thousand dollars, depending on what you're looking for. You can be paying, you know, four or five, six thousand dollars for an e-bike. That's quality. So, uh, I think price is a piece of the equation, but you're right that when it comes to e-bikes, there's a lot else that goes into people's choices. Maybe we should put some uh, buy some stock in, in a helmet company. Thanks for talking to us, Ira. That's Bloomberg News reporter Ira Boudway. You can hear our tech and business report weekdays at 1230 on KCBS. And for more, tune in to Bloomberg TV at 2 p.m. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 